hey guys <laughs> long time no see <laughs> i'm sorry if you hear me typing at homework to finish the thing is i've been busy college like adjusting you know there's just been a lot going on i feel like i never really understood like what people who do stuff like this meant like what do you mean you've been busy like babes i especially when they would like be gone be like i've been in college girl and now i understand because i'm in college i'm like they've been in college you know I want to talk about like how my whole first semester was that's for another episode i have full episodes planned i have some episodes planned that's been planned since may like i'm literally looking at this episode when i made this episode and it's been planned out since may also if you hear noises in the background the, my upstairs neighbors are um playing music super loud and i wanted to talk about the college admissions process as somebody who's went through it and as somebody who's currently in college and knows the struggle and i'm talking about the american college admissions process because i know in other countries it's not really like this that much of a pain in the ass as it is here but it is um and what made me remember about this episode is jubilee released a video called students get college applications to judge in person and then i saw a comment and it was like the american college application process seems exhausting i can't believe americans have to pay for college and have to spend 50 plus hours a week on school extra classes sports jobs and community service to get in like let's think about that like that's just an enormous amount of pressure to put on like 17 i can't even say 17 year olds because that's like 17 18 is like the age you apply for college this shit starts like literally i want to say like when you're 14 in freshman year but for some people it literally starts before then because it's literally starting so early like i know people who are like in um middle school and already taking like high school classes like my brother is already taking like he already took algebra one in seventh grade and he's taking like geometry now and the, both of those are like high school requirement classes after i finish this assignment we're gonna come back and then we're gonna speak while i like do some stuff i guess so i finished the college admissions process like months ago like i said i, th I think i've submitted my applications like february which I know is kind of late, but I was really struggling with the essay and all of that. So here's my opinion for everyone that asked. Like, that essay, when I tell you guys, like, I put my fucking blood... Like, it was like me being like, <clears throat> you know? Because it's everything I felt while I was going through the college admissions process. It's like everything I was on my mind. And I remember I made an episode in junior year when I was, like, screaming, yelling about, like, how the college admissions system is and, like crying because it was like really upsetting me and i'm just happy that that's kind of over but the issue is like i know i'm gonna have to deal with another admission system med school which is like 10 times worse which is like really super scary because like i don't know like everything is super competitive like if college admission is competitive then med school comp competition is like times 10 because everybody has like a 3.8 gpa and i'm like listen guys <laughs> can i be a regular student of course, I always have to choose like the most difficult positions to put myself in, but whatever. Um, the overall theme is that it was very stressful and really affected me mentally. Like it caused me a lot of stress. And I was talking to some of my friends who in high school who were going through it. And then they were telling me about the college admissions process and how they experienced it and all of that. I live in Florida and there's like a lot of good colleges in Florida. Even though you may think of like Floridians as dumb, college is like pretty competitive. Let's start out in the first section, rejection and competition. So I wanted to say like 
here's the reason why college right now is so competitive. It's competitive because a lot of people are applying. Like a lot of majors that before you really like only like top people would like have a degree in this and it wasn't really like needed for you to have a degree to get into this field is like now you need a degree in this. Like a lot of jobs are requiring degrees in these topics for you to get in, you know, to get your foot in the door. So a lot of people are like having to go to college now. And obviously I'm talking about the American college system, but you know, so a lot more people have like started to get into like college stuff. I don't want to say business majors, but it's kind of business majors because like, you know, you didn't really need a degree about a business back then. You just like kind of had to like learn some stuff. Like I feel like some things like you could just learn easily and then like learn quickly and then get through it. I don't know. Like I feel like some things like you just don't need a full four year degree degree for like you just need like maybe a year or two and then you're done. Um junior year is typically the year that many begin to like really think about college and like it's kind of known as like the most academically stressful year because you have to plan everything and like make sure like junior years where people really like up the ampty like if they were taking like one AP before then they're taking like three now or four and they're like thinking about their SATs and like because this is kind of the year that like last that kind of like counts last if you do like early decision and stuff like that then you won't have your first semester grades to put into the system yet. I see more and more kids like depressed and anxious because in the admissions process, which which is like concerning because like, why are we putting all this pressure on like people so young? A lot of kids may be giving their all, but it doesn't seem like it's enough because their all isn't this many APs or this, or this many or this score on the SAT or ACT. And it's like, I related to that so much because like I was giving my all, like mentally I was giving my all. Like if I gave any more, like I would be like, I was already depressed and I was already anxious. Like if I gave any more, like, and then I would like mentally die in during the weekend and like burn out completely during the weekend. Not everybody can handle all these APs and not everybody can handle all those like things. Like that's not for everybody. Like I know Sometimes I feel like a lot of they want people to perform as machines do. But if you wanted a machine, build a machine, you know, you can't expect a human who requires rest to do the same thing a machine does. And even sometimes you have to turn a machine off, you know, it can't be running like 24 seven. It's like this unshakable anxiety and desperation that students need to fulfill because they need to achieve it could really be disheartening if you're giving it your all and like it just doesn't seem like it's enough. Like I said, I'm reading from the script I wrote, you know, like <sighs> SAT score. I've taken, I've talked about my problem with the SAT like many times, like just standardized tests in general. And I've taken both the SAT and ACT three times and did horrible on each. Like I'm not a test person because it's just not for me, like the time. And I know they're making it shorter and everything. So it's like two hours now for the SAT. But like it still doesn't change the fact that it's still a pain in the ass. Like, you know, like, and I hate that it's like such a big part of 
what a college is looking at. People say like study, but that like takes time, you know, like studying for the SAT, it takes time. Like, and of course, if you want kids to do all these things, like with the high workload of like AP classes, like the AP, you know, all those like higher level courses and the extracurriculars, like who has the time for this? Like, you know what I mean? Like who has the time? Like you're literally just going to cut hours from your sleep and not everybody could handle that. And you would think like, oh, the smartest people are the valedictorians, but it never is. Like if the smartest people are the valedictorians, why do they end up not with like, why are the statistics saying otherwise? You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe that, like, I don't believe that things like that should define you, but like the college admission system, like it makes it seem like it does. And especially if you want to get like into a specific program, because I wanted to go into medicine and medicine is extremely difficult and, you know, like things just to get into. I don't believe in the SAT. I don't feel like it's fit for people. Like, we want kids to like I don't think people realize like school is like a full-time job even though like and some people work jobs outside of school like it's a full-time job high school it's seven hours a week five time like five days a week most of like most of the time you know what I mean for like 180 days and then some people I know take summer classes like I was in high school during my summer, like, I, I never really took a break. All my summers in high school, like, I was taking some sort of course. Like, if it wasn't PE, then it was driver's ed. If it wasn't driver's ed, then it was French. Like, it was always something that I was taking. And sometimes I would take those classes while taking, like, during the school year as well. So it was like, I wasn't just taking several classes. I was taking eight. When I would, like, opened my college admissions, my admissions papers back and it was like rejected. I was feel like pretty depressed because I'm like, what was I, all those times I stayed up, all those times I've like put myself through that for what, you know? Especially like, I feel like the people who are taking like on that heavy course load and all of that, like it's just never ending story. Four hours to take a test, four hours in one day. Like the human brain can only focus without getting distracted for like 30 minutes, you know, like most humans, most people, and then you give me a four-hour test, and then the time is just limited with each section, because you give me, like, five passages, like, five, six passages to read in one section, and then, like, math questions that, like, if you don't have your calculator, could take, like, good five, six minutes, and so I can take one minute and a half, like, it's just not adding up for me. The next thing, like, AP, IB, ACE, dual, even though these classes can be helpful in like preparing you for college and like getting ahead in college classes, not everyone can do that. Like these classes are designed to be like faster paced and have like higher levels and be like higher level academically and a larger workload. That just isn't for everyone. It becomes a problem when like so many students feel like they have to spread themselves out so thin and cannot maintain their life or a good mental state. And I see a lot of like students in these classes, like they're on a lot of like they're on some medications. And I'm not saying medications are like bad because, you know, they're not. And like 
I'm obviously not saying like I'm on medications, but like I'm seeing like a lot of kids like try to be like, oh, do you have an Adderall? Like, cause they want to have like the hyper focus part of it. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's just not human. Like extracurriculars, you want like a job, but then you also want somebody to volunteer. And then you want somebody to have an internship. And you also want to have somebody to be like a part of clubs and to be like active members. But like, they also want you to have leadership positions. And like, how many leadership positions in different clubs can one person have? Like with all these things, like literally like seven times five is 35. So 35 hours a day. Like, 35 hours a week already of school. And then, like, a job. Like, that's, like, four hours. And then volunteering. How many hours? Like, like that's, say you volunteer for, like, three hours a week. And then internship. Like, I know you don't do all these things at once. But, like, you only have really four years. Like, you literally are going to have to pack some of these things all together at once. Like, you know, like, you might have to have a, a job and volunteer at the same time. Or like have an internship, but also run a club at the same time. It's like a lot of things and everybody could do that. And then with GPA, like a GPA under like 3.5 is just like no go, like no good. And my school decision page, my school had like many, my school, like many schools has like a decision page. It can be like hurtful to see everyone getting to like the colleges I get, like you got rejected to, but it also can show the like sheer amount of people in my school alone that like apply to the same colleges. Like I was seeing like oh, a whole bunch of people, like, getting into FSU, and, like, a bunch of people applied for, like, that specific school, so it's, like, I feel like you're competing against the people in your school first, and then the people outside of your school, like, second. Sometimes I'm, like, I never, I, like, if I knew I would have done this, but I didn't, and some schools don't take into account, like, first genuine first-gen students genuinely have like a different high school experience and college experience and like we're not gonna know some of these things that people's parents told them because our parents didn't tell me like our parents can't tell us this because they don't know like you know I just want to say if you are in high school please for the love of God do not watch those college decision videos because college decisions are like so random like they're so random it's never like it's literally so random like I don't want to say it's stats I don't want to say it's anything but literally I've heard people okay I remember I heard this boy in my school he was talking about how his parents went to the specific college and then he got into that specific college so I'm like you know like don't always be like okay stats because it's not always that like it's literally sometimes just random like maybe they submitted their application before you and they're like oh we got like five kids like 10 kids from this school already so we can't choose you even if your stats are better and I also want to talk about something else which I'm going off topic I keep seeing like this thing and it's usually people who are like against um what is it called I don't remember the name but like when like schools like colleges and like work forces have to like accept a certain amount of like minority people people from minority groups that type of thing and I know there's like a bunch of people who are like against it be like it's it's bad because like it's taken away from hard-working people like specific like a lot of like white people are like it's taken away from like a good lot of hard-working white people like this girl with a 4.0 and a 1550 on the SAT or like a 14 
like whatever score on the SAT that's like super high or whatnot. And then with the 4.5 GPA and then three, this amount of APs, and like it's just, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, and they're like, they didn't get into Harvard because they probably, because of this, you know, it's because of how they are favoring the people who are like, um, what is it? They're favoring the people of color and they're taking spots away. And I completely disagree. Let me tell you why. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. First of all, if you're a person of color, just in America, there's like completely different things that you're facing. Like statistically, there's completely different things you're facing. And that's just one aspect. Second aspect, if you're applying to a school like Harvard, and I'm going to be for real, like this is the realest thing I could say. If you're applying to a school like Harvard, 90% of the people who are applying for Harvard already have a 4.0 GPA, already have a SAT score at a 1500 or above a 1500. They already have numerous APs. They already have that. They already have all that, you know? So those are just like the baseline requirements, you know? Like, I'm just going to say they're like the baseline requirements to get into those Ivy League schools. Like, you, like, think of it like, um, when you have to apply for a job and you have to have certain experience, like that's the, before you can even get chosen to be a part of that job, that's literally what I mean. Like it's the baseline experience. If you don't have that, then they're automatically going to reject you. You know, of course, there's also things like people donating buildings and money. And if you already have those things, uh, okay, so does everybody else. And do you know how many people apply for Harvard and how many people get rejected that's why their acceptance rate is literally like that so only five percent of people are going to get in you can't sit here and say like it's because of um whatever you can't sit here and say that because it's not it's not because they're favoring people because of a program they're not it's literally baseline stuff if you only have that then you're probably gonna get rejected because they need people who have other stuff in that because it's not just high scores when it comes to that because that's already baseline requirements it's also like what are you doing out of school like are you in having internship are you going doing this are you doing that are you doing this affirmative action affirmative fucking action it's not affirmative action's fault that's what i'm gonna that's what i meant to say affirmative action the competition like it starts early and i feel like it's just a lot of pressure like i'm hearing about kindergarten level early like preschool early like they want to get their kid into like the best preschool because some of these like boarding schools that are like k through 12 kids stay there for the whole time and i've literally seen people some people who have went to those schools and have started there since they were a kid and these are private boarding schools that are like hella expensive so it starts kindergarten where these kids get into these like competitive schools and these schools have like the same acceptance rates as like harvard because they're like ivy feeder schools if you don't know what like a feeder school is a feeder school is basically a school that most of the students end up going to said this type of school or that that school or these schools. So if feed, their students feed into those schools, basically. And parents are trying to like get their kindergartners, like five-year-olds, into these private K-12, typically boarding schools that have lower acceptance rates than some of these IVs. Um, to me, that's insane because education is important, but in what world do we live in that competition is literally starting this young? Like, 
literally fresh out the womb and then your parents are like gotta start prep start prepping you now gotta learn your abcs because you need to get into like this you can get into an ivy and it's like this is like crazy to me like all that pressure from when you're a kid and it's also like really scary because like to see like a lot of good portion of these ivy league students coming from these type of schools is like interesting because like if you're a public school student who doesn't have the money like that then um you're always gonna be like well i feel like i'm steps behind because these kids have been prepping since they were in kindergarten you know they've been having all these experiences like how i see how influent like how influential to like my learning like hands-on learning is and i know a lot of schools don't have that like i was like if i had this in high school this would have helped in so many of my subjects because like for bio we have lab and lab is like one of the most important things because it helps me like learn a whole lot also the competition is in what school you get in i heard people say that say they told me they got into inter school that has an acceptance rate over 50 percent oh i get what i was saying sorry i remember this so i was like in class one day and then these girls were talking about it then she was like oh my goodness this girl was like so excited that she got into like this school i don't remember what school it was but like she was so excited to get into school and it's like like so much is literally over 50 percent like what is she excited for i'm like what the actual fuck let's be for real like i'm being super duper honest and then it's crazy to me that those same girls like ended up going to a school with an acceptance rate over 50 percent like most of these schools are literally the exact same and that's like great but yet like we are so conditioned to think like oh, you know and i'm like that's so toxic like what are you like it's still a good school you know like what are we judging people on the school students are literally at competition with each other the name of the school and how popular it is like it's crazy next rejection it hurts when you see the we regret to inform you but words especially when you did your best and then like you worked so hard and especially if you like grew up in the household like i did where like grades grades were like the thing sometimes i really would get like annoyed with my parents because like they made it like oh my gosh if you don't have these grades and then it's like oh nope you're shitty like you don't you may feel like really shitty because you don't have that specific grade level it feels terrible in your mind like your grades feel like they define you and I know rejection is part of life, but it still hurts when you try try and still fail or when you see everybody getting in, but not you. It also hurts to see college acceptance rates go lower and lower and the requirements become more and more like unmanageable. It can make you question your self-worth. Also, college decisions are like random, like I was saying. Um, let's be honest. It sucks. It feels horrible. Um, and those feelings are valid. I'm a spoil. Well, I was going to literally, I planned this out so long ago. I said I'm going to spoil the video. But like, okay, the video has been out for like months now. Um, but I really wanted to go to FSU. I was like watching FSU videos. And I was like, I'm going to go there. But honestly, it was literally like how I felt. Like whenever I would like go on things. Because, but I wanted to go to FIU. FIU. Ooh, that's school I go to now. I want to go to FSU specifically because they had like the CARES program and it's like a, a first gen low income students which was like a wet dream to me because like that's literally me you know what I mean and then I would find my community and not feel like so crazy and left out because 
I know there would be other people there to support me. And I wrote four essays, like on top of my regular essay, but I just couldn't get the SAT score. And the worst part is I had a dream that I got rejected. And mind you, I got it wrong by one. I needed 10 more points. And if you know the SAT, it was one question, one fucking question. And then that same week, that Friday, I got the score and I would got the score that I needed to get in. Like literally, like I really saw, I know I tend to romanticize things and my friend was talking like, don't think of how, just think of things how they are and not how they should be. But babes, like if I'm not delusional, then I'm not happy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I've been trying to do that like a little more, like trying to be a little more balanced. Um, Not that that's really that part of it, but like, like I really saw myself there and saw myself like building a community there and thriving but that was gone and that didn't happen and I'm like still thinking like while I'm here like oh what would have happened if I was there even though like I tried to convince myself that it was okay and it really and it wasn't meant to be it was just I was still upset and that was valid another portion is you know let's talk about the varsity blues well, Operation Varsity Blues. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's like the college mission scandal. There's a whole Netflix show about it. Well, no, documentary about it called Operation Varsity Blues, literally. And you could watch it and go more in depth. Um, I think I should link like my essay I wrote for this. But basically, um, Operation Varsity Blues was college mission scandal where like wealthy parents basically paid their kids way into college so as we know there's two um there's a couple ways to get into college well you know the first way is like what we they would call the front door method like that's just like work really hard in high school and get in the regular regular admissions way there's a other the back door which is like oh you know if you have the money of course your parents donating millions to colleges but that's not like oh they're not always going to open the back door up for you like they aren't always going to open up the front door up for you the back door is just like okay let me like look at this like a little closer you know like let me just stare into the people a little more because you know they donated money or oh or if um your parent like your parent went there type thing so they're like oh you know Johnny's dad went here and Johnny's granddad went here. You know what I mean? Um, and then there's the side door method, which is what the con man himself called it. I think his name was Ricky or like something like that. I don't remember. So the side door method is basically like, so colleges recruit a certain number of athletes um, every, yeah, re- like recruit a certain number of athletes every um like year so those spots are already like listed so basically it was like they faked their way to like make them their them seem like they were athletes and stuff like that and they also paid for somebody else to take the sat for them basically they would apply for like a disability sat say like they have i don't know some type of disability their kid has some type of disability and they would take it by themselves in a room with one other person when they were done taking the SAT the person who was hired which would be working for the man would literally go and retake the SAT 
change the answers because when you apply for disability SAT it's basically like somebody you write your answers inside the book and then somebody goes back in and then they fill it out like themselves like you know what I mean like they go back like somebody goes in and then they transfer your answers from the book and they fill it out and they're supposed to obviously use their integrity but in this case they weren't and that's how they would be getting in and then it was like oh they literally stole a spot from somebody who worked for that you know what I mean like because colleges only accept a certain amount of number certain number of students each year so they literally just took a spot from somebody I don't know and it was like that was also disheartening when it first came out because it was like here I am like it first came out like in 2018 like the reports and everything but then when I was a junior year like when the documentary came out I was like that shit is really fucked up like because I can't a lot of people can't use these side door back door methods because they were using it through a college counselor who's doing the scammer shit like you know what i mean college counselors are like hella expensive you know like hella expensive like for one that's personal and good like they're hella expensive you're paying them like by hour um and people if you're like me and your parents aren't from this like country then you and didn't go to school here or your parents just didn't go to college then you can't be like oh my parents, I'm a, like, second, third generation Harvard man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to continue the legacy of whatever. Like, they were reading, um, what's his names? What, what is his names? Kennedy's. Um, John F. Kennedy's, like, um, Harvard, like, letter. What is it? Like, essay. And he was like, I want to be a Harvard man because my father was a Harvard man. And I think his grandfather was a Harvard man or something like that. And he literally just wrote that. And I'm like, okay, nepotism. But like, literally. Um, yeah. And if you don't have that, you can't do that. If you don't have millions of dollars to donate to get in, can't do that either. So you have to use the regular method, but just to see like people getting in because they have money. And I know money is the money rules the world especially in societies that are like based off capitalism but it also was just like damn you know like what is the point what is the point if people are just gonna pay their way in you know what i mean which can be quite terrible especially like when you're busting your ass and you just like see somebody like well yeah like be like oh yeah like uh and then you hear the reports be like, yeah, my um parent was a millionaire, so like I just they just donated a building. They just donated they just donated a building. Um okay, my experience in these classes, like in the AP and ACE classes, specifically AP, I felt dumb because everybody seemed to get what was going on and be managing and doing well. And then that just wasn't me. Like, I, I wasn't doing any of that um, while taking these heavy course loads. And I was struggling. And I felt just so bad about myself because I had really big dreams and goals. But they felt like I couldn't achieve them because that environment wasn't for me. And that's literally how I feel in bio right now. Like, because it's a hybrid class. And I, like, can't. Like, the environment's just not for me. And obviously, like, as a bio major... And somebody who wants to go into the medical field, like, that's not a class you want to fail. 
honestly there's like not a class you want to feel if you want to do that but like you get the point especially bio because that environment like wasn't for me but I felt like I wanted to go to a good school with a good program I need to be on this level this constant reminder that the main schools in my states were looking for students in this criteria that I didn't fit like crushed me crushed me I was often choosing between like my mental health and like sleep and school and like passing my classes and yeah and I was watching Abbott Elementary which new season and new episodes out on Wednesdays I think like at seven or eight I don't know I don't watch it as soon as they come out I watched them a couple days later on Hulu um um yeah but I was watching Abbott Elementary by Quinta Brunson and in the episode gifted up in the gifted episode um the school decides to take up a, like a gifted program where certain students leave the class to go go to another class to do like learning things to learn things and while there are benefits like gifted programs um the students end up feeling left out because when i was younger my school had like uh, this program for math because i was good at math and um at that age now i'm not the best at it but you know whatever and i would leave class and then we'd go to another classroom and it was smaller and then it was great because it was so personalized and we didn't have to worry about like having to re- go over stuff and everything like it was helpful but at the same time um one day we had like a there was a thing where like all the kids who were in that program like went and were taking out class and then had like a basically a party with like pizza and chicken wings and like Miami Dolphins, literally like Miami Dolphin players. And it was like or like Miami Dolphin like cheerleaders and stuff, like you know what I mean? So it was just like, okay, cool. And then we came back and we're like we went to this, 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 like, imagine if you are a student who didn't go to that, you would feel really left out, and, like, what is wrong with me, like, am I not smart enough to go and enjoy these things and celebrate because I'm struggling in math, you know what I mean, and also in, like, the episode, like, they just, like, it just felt like, Like, it just was, like, kind of bad because, like, if you learned a little slower, you learned a little faster. Then you were put in, like, this position that, like, oh, you're better than everybody if you learn faster and you were grabbing the information quickly. But at the same time, like, when you stopped doing that, then you kind of felt, like, confused because, like, why, like, things used to just come so easy. Now it doesn't. Yeah. Let's conclude because I don't want to continue talking. Schools should be less competitive as well as less competition between students. And I feel like a lot of a lot of schools should have like random, like just random applications. You know what I mean? Like just random acceptance. Like, you know what I mean? Like just random, like just random. I don't, I don't know what I mean. Like just like lottery type things. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and also like just 
no more shaming what school people attend. A lot of schools are exactly the same. And just try not to put a lot of pressure on yourself because it never ends up being worth it, like, half the time. And don't put, like, a school, like, school or your grades before your mental health because one of them, like, if you don't take a break, your body will choose a day and then that'll be the day you take a break yeah that is all thank you for listening follow me on my socials my instagram is shane belly and then you'll find my link tree in the bio with literally all my socials thank you for listening bye bye good night i'm outie